G'day and welcome to the Beyond the Message podcast. It's great to have you here listening today. My name's Lockie. I'm the host of this experience. And really, my job is to help guide those 167 hours beyond Sunday or beyond the message so that you can grow your faith all throughout the week. Today, Riley and I, we sit down and we chat through the one-off message series at Beyond called Best Day Ever. We talk about how you can make someone's day by serving on a team. In this episode, we reflect on some of the great moments of Beyond Church in the last six years. We also talk about what it looks like to live an adventurously expectant life with God. Lastly, Riley and I chat about some of the current needs of the Beyond community and what you can do to put your hand up and help serve at Beyond Church. We really hope you enjoy this episode and make sure you head to our website and the I Am Beyond tab to see how you can play your part to serve in our community. Best day ever, Riley Brown. How good is this? Um, Just nice, the best. Yeah, Simply that's the it. best, Lucky. <laughs> a nice episode to get going after, you know, it was six episodes of the Problem of Jesus series. Um, and so this with one. The bonus, yeah. With the bonus, bonus yeah, you know. Big, heavy kind of topics, like answering a lot of tough questions, but also talking through all the problems of faith or problems that people have with faith. Mm. And mm. so we're talking about the best day ever today. And I'm just excited for a nice light episode where we can have a bit of fun. Because <laughs> um, I think we both need it after such an incredible uh, incredible series, but quite a heavy one really when it comes to the end of it. Oh, it was fun exploring. I kind of feel like it's coming out of like doing a big rainforest trek where you're just in like the dense thickness of like adventure and cutting your way through and like climbing trees and doing all the fun stuff and then i yeah problem of jesus was awesome and those those two bonus episodes too like fantastic questions from friends who are listening in so oh yeah um, it was it was an exciting one but yeah best day ever lock ironically like or not <laughs> um i think it's actually your wife molly who thought it was absolutely brilliant that the best day ever message also happened to be on the same day as mother's day mother's day brilliant which is wasn't it great the best, the best day, day ever. ever i loved uh, the photos what, of your mum you on yeah, on the weekend yeah. great great addition to the message yeah i just like won't lie lucky you, you know this too i'm not great on social media but i do document a lot of things that happen in life but majority of the time it's just my mom's yeah. reaction to things so <laughs> I easily have like 600 more photos. That's wonderful. Funny faces um, and lovely faces, smiling faces as well um, at me when I do crazy or funny things. So that's brilliant. Um, but yeah, so more to come. Yeah. From yeah. No, they have messages. I mentioned at the uh, 6 p.m. experience at Beyond that I got my mum a plant, yes. a um, something Indeed. tongue, a, a plant, a and mother's uh, tongue? a mother's tongue. Or mother-in-laws or mother-in-laws tongue. tongue. Not sure what that is. Mothers. There was something. It is no. It is. Is it a step? I think it's a. We will just let us know. Let us know. <laughs> Someone please help us. But I also mentioned that I got her a plant, but I kicked the footy in the house and broke another one of her plants. Yeah. So it was kind of a, a neutral gift. Like it ended up being balancing a, it out. Just balanced out. So that was good. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Did she she received the plant well though? She received it very well, and awesome. so that that was good. But that was before I broke the other one, so yeah. we'll just we'll just leave it at that. Hey, 
it was a good a good experience for Mother's Day. Next Mother's Day. Yes, that's right. Well, Riley, you mentioned on Sunday as well, another exciting thing, best day ever, is coming up to Beyond's birthday. And mm. it's our sixth birthday. And if I remember anything yeah. on my sixth birthday, I was just excited about it for months leading up to it. It's just that age where you're like, I'm five turning six. Like you don't just say your age, you say your age and what you're turning. And it's that kind of time at Beyond. Uh, we had five turning six very shortly. And I yeah, thought we could open this uh this podcast by just getting us to share one of our favorite beyond memories so far i think it's awesome to celebrate and reminisce on you know on our past and where we've come from uh similar to what we talked about in the message we'll get to that in a sec but riley give us one of your favorite beyond memories in the you know five almost six years that we've been around for yeah and listen i have lots i think the ones that are always going to be hard to forget is um when we were at um, the, our first kind of location before we jumped in at Griffin State School, um, we were at Living Faith Community um, in Marumba Downs and they had a basketball court in the car park. And I remember just one of the highlights of my Beyond journey, um, and this is a big shout out to the man, Murray the Muzz Dog Grant, <laughs> um, at the time came up with the ingenious idea because there wasn't a net on this basketball hoop. So Murray decided one night after the service, once the car park was cleared uh, to grab his car, park it under the hoop and he put up a chain net and um, we just became pro basketballers. I thought I was going to get drafted. I honestly <laughs> thought I was getting that good. The hilarious thing was is that after Muzz put up this chain male net, um, the first shot was like a three point shot that someone decided to like go for yeah and they got a swish right so it went Ooh. straight through no rim beautiful but the whole chain mail net fell apart in the process so <laughs> drive past living faith you'll see that there's still fragments of that net still there yeah. um but that was church on sunday you'd come come along enjoy an absolutely awesome sunday experience but you'd get out into the car park afterwards and everyone would park their cars up against the side and create a little court and, and we just play basketball so that was one of my fondest memories. I, I was That's the dream. That. That's awesome. Yeah, I think for me, I know I've got a bunch. I've been around for a couple of years now. So, you know, a little bit of the journey. And, you know, there's lots of Connect Sundays and Go Beyonds and all sorts mm. of fun things that we could talk about. But one of my favorite memories, and it comes up in my photos, you know, every, every, uh, every year. And I love looking at this photo. So I remember a time, this is kind of before COVID and we can get a bit more food going and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, a group of our really young, young adults, I think they were even at year 12 at the time, they just decided that we'd, um, you know, want to put on some, some drinks after church. So we did uh, hot chocolates one day mm. on a winter evening. And so I was out the back helping make, you know, a bunch of hot chocolates for everyone. So we could just build community after and, and have hot chocolates and marshmallow. And Zach, who... Uh, who we know and love was making these this big pot of hot chocolate on the stove, and at one point we're all just chilling there, and we looked away, and the the whole pot had just boiled over with just liters and liters of chocolate milk over the stove, just made an absolute mess. And all while the service is still gone, the band's playing, Chris is talking, mm. we're in the back, hot cleaning up, just oozing out of the the kitchen area. It was. Um, uh, that, we, that do, was we do know, fun. and we love Zach. But I just, we also know that was probably bound to happen. Lockie, I just <laughs> unsupervised by the stove. That's it. And it happen. makes no sense. Why would hot chocolate ooze out of the pot? How has he managed to make it turn into some type of science volcano experiment? I don't know. 
but impressive. That is actually very impressive. <laughs> I love how that's just the one thing I thought of is like the favorite thing uh, out of many <laughs> out of many things. Out of my whole beyond experiences, <laughs> Zach, who we know and love, made hot chocolate in the pot at the back of the church. Yeah, brilliant. brilliant. Oh, awesome. Well, going further into this episode, after a bit of reminiscing, um, Riley, on the weekend, you, you chatted through Romans 8 in the message version, and I've just had a quick look over it before mm. recording here, and you, I think you used just verse 15, but, man, it's just one of those brilliant chapters in the Bible, the whole of Romans 8, whatever me- uh, version you're in, but we're in the message today. Yeah, yeah. And it's a phenomenal read, so I recommend going through it. Mm. But, but, Riley, you're t- talking about ensuring that, you know, that our best days aren't in the past, that there's actually a future full of great days, both, you know, for our, for our personal lives, but also as a church community. Um, and so we looked at Romans 8 verse 15, and it talks about living this kind of adventurously expectant life. And Riley, I just wanted to talk about that for a moment. And I wanted to get your take on what would it look like? Or how can we step into this adventurously expectant life with God? again, both as individuals, but also as a church community, because I think there's so much in that. And I'd love to see just a whole community of people living so just excited, you know, Mm. being so excited for their future alongside God. Yeah. Well, and I think like, like, so right. Like when I kind of first read this translation of Paul's letter to the church in Rome um, and like, even just trying to, you know, get into the head of Paul as he's penning this to this church that he hasn't even actually met yet. And he's just sharing with them that this experience that he's had of what he calls like this resurrection life, um, which for those of us who are followers of Jesus, like I think as I read um, through Paul's writing here and this translation, um, you look at adventurously expectant and you're just like, is that not how you just want to live your life? Like, does that not just make you lean in? And I know for a lot of people, maybe that there's this, you know, experience of Christianity where Christianity is this kind of, you know, boring like um, thing that we just kind of learned about in high school and it was studied more than anything. Like Paul's just saying like, no, 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 like that is not the case in any way. Um, for those of us who are followers of Jesus, I so hope and I, you know, I'm just making an assumption here. Please feel free to, you know, let me know if I'm wrong. But like you've, you've had some type of experience. I so hope you've had some type of experience in your life where you've embraced this resurrection life, this Christian belief that because Jesus has been resurrected from the dead, that like, like there is a hope that things, all things are possible. Um, and that living life with Jesus is not the kind of life where you're just being eaten up by fear and worry and anxiety or, you know, anxiousness all the time. It's this life where it's adventurously expectant. And for me, like, I actually think of key experiences. Yep. Across like my, um, my, journey with beyond um but across my faith journey as well i even think of doing camps and lucky i know you know you've grown up and in, in being involved um in in lots of camps that have been kind of you know ministry related or um maybe have been pivotal to growing you and your personal journey your faith journey too for me oh. being part of camps where i've had an opportunity um to, you know to serve really come in with my hands open have no idea what the program of the week really looks like a little bit of an idea and really, it's just this place of like, what's going to happen? Like, what could happen this week? Um, but I think, yeah, when I think of adventurously expectant, it's when I've been part of these camps, a part of these environments, I've had these friendships or like, yeah, just close mates in my life or family, um, you know, seeing, uh, you know, my, my sisters, like, 
step out into something that's a little bit unknown and you know they've had a, a you know a, a great kind of success in that like it's it's things where you just get such like an uplifting kind of overwhelming joy that you're just like oh wow like that was an awesome experience like this is incredible um and you're just anticipating like what could come next what could come next and this is what Paul's talking about when it comes to this resurrection life, like what we can embrace. And I know for me, particularly when it comes to my beyond journey and serving leading, when it comes to being a part of camps as a camper and leading and serving, just using that example, I couldn't be indifferent about it. I've had this experience of a week of being away on camper. I've met a whole bunch of people, learned so much about others, so much about myself. Um, and in the process, so much about God too, like, and just learned so much. You just can't be indifferent about it anymore. You just come away from this experience that's been jam packed into five days and all of a sudden it's just like you're reignited and you're just raring to go and you don't want that experience to deflate because all of a sudden it's just like, I can take on the world here. Like, um, and again, like, don't know if you've experienced this. Oh, definitely. I'm, yeah, hundred percent assume you have. And I just hope for, for those of us who are followers of Jesus, this adventurously expectant um, kind of, yeah, mm. you know, feeling energy, we can call it whatever we want, but ultimately it's this life journey it's not just meant to be a one-off thing. It's actually meant to be a journey life thing. Um, yeah. Cause I hear you talking about camps there. And like, I, I'm certainly familiar with that mountaintop experience of like, mm. whoa, you just like, on you know, the fifth day of a camp, you just look back and you're like, whoa, this is crazy. Like what just happened? And it's this really awesome thing. And for people maybe who have never done a camp or are unfamiliar with maybe a, a mountaintop experience, or maybe for those who have, know exactly what that feels like whether it's a camp or not maybe it's like i assume the first time holding your child is like a mountaintop faith experience of just being like whoa and i I think there's many ways in which those experiences can uh, arise you know along your journey as being of being a christian but Mm. what would you say for those riley who are not really looking at their faith and not being like wow you know it's it's not adventurously expecting it's not agreeing god with a child like what's next um, you know, cause I think we, we're bound and we always go through, um, mountaintops and valleys. So I just wonder if you could speak to, to those who are, might not feeling, not, might not be feeling exactly so excited about their faith right now. Mm-hmm. And like, again, I'm so glad for, you know, this, this podcast as well, like, and how you host it. Cause, um, I think like what I would share, and I only say this, like in, in terms of how I've experienced this in my own life it's when i've actually been alongside of other people like in close relationship with people in community where i've been able to rub shoulders with people who have experiences and who desperately want this for themselves um in their own life and again not just a feeling thing like want to live a life where they are able to learn more about themselves more about others and actually see god for who he really is in the process so um I just say like, again, just purely based off experience, it's actually been other people who invested in me in the process, but also be willing to be invested into, um, to connect and actually have, yeah, have people in my life um, who have poured into me and who in the times when I'm kind of on that roller coaster and I go from like, whoa, mountaintop experience, you know, camp being an example of that. Again, great example of like, you know, someone having their, first bub their first child you think of that last day of school like i've made it now it's like what's next like it's that what next feeling that i'm out of control like the fear of the future hopes and concerns that can lead us to be on that roller coaster and then all of a sudden our hands kind of fall into our lap and then we're always almost kind of like okay well i need to move myself from the front seat of this thing now because 
I don't feel adventurously expected anymore. I feel a little bit overwhelmed. I feel really worried, actually, in fact. Um, and I just say that's when I'm so thankful that we have a creator of the universe who's for us, but also designed us to be in community with other people. Mm. Um, so that adventurously expectant posture for me, like I'm so thankful that I have mates that love climb mountains and want to climb mountains because by myself, I just wouldn't think of that. And it's mm. when we actually get to go on the adventure with other people. This is what I, you know, I believe God's inviting us into to actually do this adventure of life with other people. And what Paul's writing about when he talks to the early church as a community. Um, so I, yeah, my, my encouragement would be connecting with people who are like-minded in wanting to live this adventurous um, you know, adventurously expectant life, but also have experienced it for themselves. Um, but at the center of that is this hope and message of the world, which is Jesus and who he is, who he said he was God, like, and what he has done in his life and death and resurrection. And because of that, we know where we're going. So we can step out every day with this adventure, with our hands in the air, excited um, and knowing that there's eternity for us, but there's also a hope in these place people in our life who want to be there for us. Yeah. I think, you know, if anyone gets anything from this episode or even your, your uh, message on Sunday, it's just that a reminder that this life we have received from God, this resurrection life is not a timid grave tending life. I've just recited exactly the scripture mm-hmm. you used on Sunday, but I, I sometimes I need to be reminded myself that, Hey, actually, well, I've, I've been putting a lot of pressure on this life and, and all sorts of things that I just forget that it, life with God is genuinely such a blessing. It's so exciting. And so yeah. even though I might not feel that in my heart mm-hmm. right now to, mm-hmm. to know it's true uh, and to, to keep speaking that over myself and, and my relationships and everything like that to say, Hey, this, this life is brilliant. Um, Cause I know that being a Christian isn't always this incredible experience where you're just so on top of everything and and loving life like there there is hardship that comes with it so i think if anyone gets anything just to be reminded that hey this this life we've received from god is is brilliant it's um it's it's obviously going to have its ups and downs but um but this life we've been given is is designed for us to be adventurously expectant about yeah and it's that expectancy too like there's not an expectation as a follower of jesus to do all these, all this work and like pick up the Bible as like this instruction manual. Like it's not about, you know, works and it's not about climbing the ladder to get closer to God. So therefore I can have an adventurously expectant life. Like it's Mm. to be expectant. Um, And again, I think as we talk about like being connected in with a community um, and then at the same time, like investing in that community, investing in your relationship with God too. Um, but ultimately being expectant and like, God, how are you, how are you going to use me today? Like, God, how are you going to use the strengths that you've gifted me with, but also the weaknesses too? How are you going to develop those? Um, and that's an ex- incredibly exciting mountaintop experience yeah. to experience. Um, yeah. But again, it's free to receive. Um, it's yeah. And it's not meant to be just a spontaneous sporadic kind of life adventure in that way too. It's not mm. adventurously expected on Mondays and Sundays. Like something we get to experience every day when we wake up. Yeah, definitely. I guess we uh, touched on more of the individual side of living an adventurously expectant life, but, um, you know, heading into our, our church community, we kind of talked a little bit about maybe a, a connect group, something like that, mm. where you're, you know, in community alongside people. Um, but I wanted to know, Riley, I wanted to hear your take on how we can do this as a beyond community, how we can live 
and adventurously expectant life as, as a church community here, you know, in Griffin and online. And so, um, Riley, if you wouldn't mind sharing just some of the current needs of the Beyond community um, that we could band around together to meet the needs that, that we currently are going through. Um, yeah, so I'd, I'd just love to know or love to give the opportunity for people to hear some of the op- current opportunities that are available um, when we're talking around this idea of serving. Yeah. And again, like when we're talking about best day ever, look, the whole reason we wanted to start this conversation on Sunday is that if you've ever thought like, what if my best days are behind you? Like when we look at, you know, a, a Christian worldview, when we look at a relationship with Jesus, like it points to the fact that there is a hope and that it's ensured that your best days are ahead of you um, when you're following Jesus, but your best days are ahead of you. That's ensured. Um, when you know that you can actually be hands open to God and be like, what's next, what's coming up next. Um, so we want to ensure that for you. And I know I need that in, in, uh, kind of assurance in my own life, but also uh, for the people around you as well and within your local community too. And I know for some of you, that's not within the proximity of Griffin where beyond is, um, but we actually have heaps of heaps of ways for you to engage and actually serve and being part of the community so you can kind of get your head looking on the horizon in the midst of whatever you're in right now, whether it's overwhelmed, whether it just feels like things are just passing by in life, whether there's heaps of exciting things coming up or new chapters, whatever you're in the middle of right now, really this week, we wanted to start the conversation about how you can lift your head to the horizon and see God for who he really is by serving um, and by serving with the beyond community too. And we have incredible, amazing leaders who excellently aspire to serve people every week, um, and some of the ways they do that, I can give you the full walkthrough from the car park to the door. We have incredible guest service, um, sorry, guest services, um, team leaders um, who make sure that when people come over Sunday, that there's smiling faces at the door to greet them. Um, and it's not just giving a smile for the sake of a smile. It's to genuinely make sure that people have an experience where they feel welcomed into a community and um, where they know that they have a, a place of belonging. And, and it starts, it starts from the car park. Um, we have people on Sunday who use their incredible gifts and talents in music to build a, um, to be part of building a Sunday experience where people can connect and actually respond to Jesus's love. Same from our audio and text side of things, which if you have a mind in that field, oh, we'd, we'd love to engage with you. Like it's such a unique craft understanding or just having an ear for sound. Um, but we have incredible leaders who serve across audio and tech um, and visuals as well to make sure that people can actually connect with the words that are coming up as we're singing so they can see them and understand and be led during that time and at the same time have updates of what's coming up the following Sunday. Um, and then we also have an incredible environments team that creates an irresistible environment where people can feel comfortable um, and also feel safe and feel excited and anticipating for what's going to happen over Sunday. And that's just Sunday experience. I think, Locke, we've been, you know, playing with this whole kind of new world of online and reaching people on this platform with this message of Jesus. So desperately wanting to invite people even into online community um, where they can experience just this message of hope that, that points back to who Jesus is and and what he's done. And um, yeah, for us, that looks like social media content where people are taking photos, incredible photographers um, or one photographer right now, Sarah is doing an amazing job. Um, snapping photos um, and at the same time, not just documenting the beyond journey over the last six years, but actually creating content and ways 
that people can be inspired throughout their week so they can continue to be reminded and look at kind of ways or next steps to invest in their relationship with Jesus and with others. And this is the same with Beyond at Home. Pat McKenzie, big shout out to an incredible videographer. Countless hours of videoing and editing and so much incredible patience mm -hmm. uh, with, <laughs> with the people that he's recording with. Um, it's more often than not, it's Chris and myself and does such an incredible, amazing work there. Um, if you have a creative mind, we would love to get you involved in, in serving uh, in this kind of new online world. But then we also have these two massive environments that I know we're talking about camps, Lockie, um, and even, you know, I know for yourself, living on camps with, with youth, um, we got our, you know, Infinity Youth on Friday where we have incredible young adults, young adults and adults, sorry, uh, that are, are serving by adding value and just, yeah, speaking life and encouraging young high school students um, and just letting them know, reminding them that they have purpose, that they have meaning, um, and that ultimately they have a creator of the universe who is for them. And then on Sunday in our awesome upstreet environment where we have primary schoolers coming each week and an incredible team of upstreet team leaders uh, that are inspiring uh, primary schoolers to, to find out more about who Jesus is uh, and what he's done and what it means to them. And mm. I, that's a long list. I realized that was a lot of things going on in <laughs> one place. But in all of that, I guess what I would say is that if you were genuinely invested in, you know, right now, just understanding more about the heart of God and, and who he is, um, if right now maybe you're ha having just kind of like a little niggle or struggle in your faith journey or you're almost like trying to activate your faith journey or you're like, oh, you know, I've been trying to do this, this and this, but it's just it's not clicking, it's not working, my encouragement to you would be to to get your eyes pointed to the horizon and just see God as who he is um, by being hands open in your approach to serve. Um, and again, I talk about all those different ways that you can be involved in serving at Beyond. Not all of them involve just serving on Sunday. Some of them include serving throughout the week and not all of them involve you actually being within the proximity of Griffin either. We'd yeah. love to invite you to jump onto the website, the I Am Beyond tab. Um, to find out more and just click to get some information. It's not a sign up, but just to get some more information. Yeah. And it is truly incredible to know that there's so many people that make beyond happen that it's not just yourself and Chris as, you know, people who get to work on this, um, you know, throughout their, their week and their day. It's actually a collection of like so many people to pull all these elements together. And so, yeah, it's just a, a great encouragement to keep on going the amazing work. Um, to join in, to be part of it, to help someone else have their best day ever. Because um, when people find community, when people go to come to Beyond and they find a church community that really works for them and that that loves them, mm. that's why we do it. Hey, like that's what we mm. that's why we give up all our time and well, not all of our time, but a lot of time and hours um, and and energy and passion to this thing. Because seeing people know Jesus, seeing people get connected into community like they haven't before is just such a blessing. Yeah. Uh, and I just find like, it's just, it's a way to, and like, it's a way to, to almost continue to grow in that adventurously expectant kind of attitude. Like, and every time that you're coming to serve on Sunday, it's like, God, what are you going to do today? Like, what have you got in store? Like every time, you know, we're, we're jumping online or another lot of kind of video content gets created or edited. It's like, who will respond this week or who is this for? And I understand I'm saying all these things, even from a you know, worship music side of things, like who will this connect or respond with this week from the audio, the tech, even this visual that comes up on screen, like 
in all of that, um, I, I just like, it, there's this underlying question that we can always send to God and just say like, how are you using this? Um, how can I just step forward? How can you use literally just what I have, my strengths and my weaknesses? Like, how can you develop my gifts? Um, but also like, how can you just use like what I have um, to, to change somebody else's life and, and point them back to you? That's the adventurously expectant side of things. The tricky thing is, is it's not always measurable. Like we're not going to see the outcomes of it every year, but I know one of the greatest things lock and I know I'm someone who loves to see, you know, I think, you know, we all love to see an end result or end product, but again, that's not what, what following Jesus kind of looks like um, within our scope of our time here on earth. Like I look at some of the great moments now that we're jumping into our sixth birthday at beyond a June 14th. And it's actually knowing that there are people who are now young adults, that there are young adults that were once youthies in grade eight and grade seven. When I first started jumping into like youth group and, and, you know, being part of serving there back in year one of beyond that are now stepping into serving uh, as leaders within our beyond community. Um, And whilst that's an incredibly exciting story of the beyond experience, what's more incredibly exciting is actually seeing the life change of the person throughout that time and knowing Mm. that people have invested in them throughout the process. So um, that hands down is going to be an awesome thing to celebrate. But again, it's not always measurable, but like, you know, I I think heaven's cheering when, um, when, yeah, there's exciting, exciting stories like that going on. Yeah, definitely. Too good, Riley. I think that um, brings us to the end of this episode. So much to think about as we've reflected on, you know, six years of beyond some of the more trivial moments maybe, but we also know that in six years, there's been some incredible moments um, of serving our community, of seeing people come to faith, seeing people baptize, um, seeing people have kids and get married and engage, you know, like it's just so much fun stuff. Um, But yeah, I hope this episode has helped you to see that, that, life with God um, is adventurously expected, expectant whether or not you're feeling it at the moment um, but also I think it's good to see see all those areas and, and the needs of the current beyond um, situation and community so thank you so much Riley I always appreciate it um, and I'm really praying that we can get a bunch more people to, to put their hand up and say hey I want to I want to help out I want to be part of this awesome thing it would be good fun thanks again Locke thanks for how you serve all good we'll see you soon see you soon